Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's forward out of Welcome, everyone. It's Monday. I'm Matt. This is Sal. We are up, the guys? Wrestling Addicts. Sure are. Uh, so, <laughs> so funny. I created the broadcast, uh, the stream for the show last week. I was like, you know what? I have some time. Right. I finished work early. I'm like, let me get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did because <laughs> I was looking for it on YouTube to get the link to promote it. I'm like, where the fuck is it? I can't find it. I'm like, I know I did it. And then just before we went live, it says the show was scheduled for the 19th, <laughs> not the 12th. We're it's going cool to go live, yeah. but here <laughs> going you into are. The future. Yeah. And I want to introduce one of our special electrifying guest you all, all right. know him here he is there he is and he's got his dx hat on too perfect oh. <laughs> there we go there we go there we go what's, what's up, going Nick? on fellas? Going? What's oh up? you know another day another half dollar that's right you like my dx hat check out my shirt oh, uh, i love that shirt that's a great shirt that Macho That's Man great. Savage AF shirt, fantastic. Nice little combo, DX and Macho Man. I love Cream it. Cream rises to the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how's it going? What What's new? Um, what's What's new? I mean, what's not new? It's 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 wild. You know, we had a crazy show a week ago. TJ and I interviewed Coach Mike Westoff. That was freaking incredible. Coach took like two hours to talk to us. It's probably <laughs> the best. Two hours of football I've ever spoken in my life. That's awesome. I I caught bits and pieces of it. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. I um, he's actually going to be at uh, Lobo Loco next uh, Sunday. 
Oh, okay. So we're going to go meet up with him. He invited us down to Florida to go shark fishing with him. Uh, that's awesome. That, that would make some great content. Cool. We're going to cement that. Uh, we're going to cement that next week. Got to go down in May. Got to go down in May. Oh, you got to get the got to get the GoPro, get some good footage of that. That would, that would be great for everyone to see. Absolutely. But uh, football. Uh, talking about wrestling, you know, wrestling's been wild the last few weeks. Certainly has. I've been wanting Certainly to talk has. to you guys about some wrestling for a while. I had a feeling that you would want to talk about what recently been going on. So I partook in some outside activities to mellow myself because <laughs> last week, Sal, he was there. Everybody who listened heard. I went off yes. multiple times on CM Punk. So I'm, I'm not going to be as aggressive as I was <laughs> because, Nick, if that's something that you want to talk about, definitely interested in to hear what you have to say. I mean, as far as CM Punk is concerned, I honestly kind of just – you feel like a mark sometimes. You're sitting there like, am I getting a fucking are they are they right now pu- putting a freaking shoot on or is this like are we just just falling for it right now? Because if we're falling for it, goddamn if they didn't get us. Um, no, I, it's I, it's all if, it's if, all hundred percent legitimate. If if it yeah. was a work, can I you know can you clap it up? You go, wow, that's a pretty much doesn't make. What's the payoff if it's a work? It doesn't make sense for it to be a war. At oh, this point, it, they can make money. They could make money with it if they all, you know, sorted all this out and, you know, cooler heads prevailed. But it's just not looking like that way with everybody being suspended, titles being stripped. Yeah. Punk might be out of the company. That's, you know, the rumor out there right now. He might be gone. Who knows? But the investigation is still going on. So I'm sure we'll find out. What so, happens at the end of so, it? So who who's investigating? The same people that investigated like McMahon? Like who are there like <laughs> po- like police officers or like wrestlers? I think it's a third party. It's probably an independent third party. Yeah. Yeah, it's a third party and I you know they're they're interviewing everybody that was there. The fucking big boss man's gonna start locking people up. <laughs> big boss man's dead. Pro- RIP Ray Trailer. <laughs> Hard times. Yeah. You know what? If he's in the video game, he's still alive, you know, in, in spirit. So uh, that video game died years ago as well. Um, I mean, the video game is, is terrible, but I mean, I've, I've been playing it recently. So I, I tried playing it and it got to the point where I was just like, this is so repetitive. There's because I, I like the story mode, but I'm not here to talk about that. Stop distracting me. All right. No, no. It's wrestling, though. It's wrestling. It's wrestling related. Um, as far as CM Punk is concerned, um, I honestly, you know, people are talking about me personally. I feel like uh, if, if McMahon wouldn't stand for this crap. And I know no. everybody at AEW is going to sit there. We're not trying to be WWE. We're not, you know, we're not concerned with them, whatever. Whatever the company line is this week, it's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. you do try to emulate the guy who's the most successful in the business. If you're not trying to emulate Vince McMahon and what he's done with his company, then you're, I guess you're going to go with the other people that aren't successful. Because... The 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 concept of being oh we're going to be innovative it's already been done it's already been done it's already been done and been successful by some people and it's already been done and have been already proven to be failures by so many others so ultimately the pinnacle the 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 cream of the crop is Vince McMahon <laughs> and his business because everybody else is not just everybody else isn't even second fiddle they're playing a different instrument 
Yeah, they're not well, playing second fiddle. They're playing third tuba or something. Mm-hmm. Because because they sit here and try and pretend like NWA and and, and Ring of Honor no. anything of, of a competition to no. WWE is 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 laughable. It's a joke. And, it, and I'm not trying to put T- down the people that work there. I'm just being honest. TNA, TNA in their best days still weren't competition for WWE. Nobody is competition for WWE. AEW is an alternative. And right now, that alternative isn't doing very well. So everybody's just, and you know, Triple H is in charge. Things are changing on the other side. So everybody's slowly going back. But, but like Nick, you knocking, not knocking, but you saying that like Ring of Honor and NWA aren't com- competitive. It's not because of the wrestlers in the company, because look at TNA. TNA at one point had a stacked roster. But what they didn't have is a TV time slot. If you put TNA when it first started on TV, where AEW is, I think that you have a better competition than AEW is right now. But but Matt, let's be honest. I watched TNA was on Spike. I watched it. I watched Nash and Hogan on TNA. I watched no, or, or early, early. I but mean, early- the- Early, early TNA when it was product. only pay per views on Saturday, and, but it was also a freaking hexagon. It yeah, was, I but you know that. what though? Ugh. It was. Listen, I wasn't a fan of the six sided ring. That's something right out of but if, Russo's but if playbook. They had the talent that made the company what it was. If you had them a TV deal, like AEW has, the only reason why AEW is on TV is because they have money. That's it. You're not wrong, but I'll tell you this. The problem with TNA is the same problem with AEW, and it is the talent because the talent have influence over what's going on in the ring. TNA was obviously had a lot of influence from Jeff Jarrett because he, him being a part owner, although I'll say this, a very sad and weak owner, if you ask me, because somehow, someway, Dixie Carter ended up with a piece of his company, and she didn't know jack shit about wrestling. No, she didn't know a single thing about and wrestling. Neither, and neither Neither do any does anybody with the name Khan, except for me with Nick Khan, I think works in yeah. WWE. He might mm-hmm. know something about it. But but let's be real. Vince McMahon was only able to run WWF slash WWE because he was born into a family of carnies. I mean, he didn't have another career to go to. Whereas they, they have the they have the right people in charge. No, they've always had a, the right people in charge. Everybody yeah, that's AEW, been involved in that business has been a wrestling person to this day. Right. Always. AEW doesn't have the right people in charge. I don't think Tony Tony Khan has a lot of money, but he number one, he can't book. And obviously, number two, he can't be a boss because his locker room is in turmoil. So at some point, you have to get a right-hand man. And unfortunately, that right-hand man right now is Tony Schiavone and not Jim Ross. And that's that's the problem right now. My, my struggle with the entire process right now, obviously they're not going to have any respect for Tony Khan. Vince McMahon was not a businessman that got into wrestling. Vince McMahon was a wrestling and, uh, promoter that got into business. Right. That, right. That's, what, that's the big difference. And I think that WCW worked out as well as it did back then was because Ted Turner was very hands-off. He, mm-hmm. he gave that business to wrestling people and was like, Hey, just try to keep it underneath this number. And that number was fucking $8 million. Some nonsense like that to start with in the 90s when pro athletes weren't making a million dollars a year. 
you know? So uh, I, I don't know. Nick, honestly, Tony Khan, he has no respect from anybody in that locker room. He really doesn't. You know why? Because he didn't earn that business. It was a toy that he bought, like so many mm-hmm. Maseratis and Lamborghinis that his family owns. So how, like, it, it's, it's if, we're, if we're comparing it to football, we're talking about the Roonies or the Maras owning the Steelers and the Giants. And they've always owned the Steelers and the Giants compared to Shad Khan owning the Jaguars. Now, how's that working or, out for him? Or, or even, even Woody Johnson owning the Jets. Like, he's not a football person. He's a guy that owns a business, and he bought this for fun. And sometimes yeah. that works out, like in Steinbrenner's case. But let's be real. It only worked in Steinbrenner's case because baseball people took over the business from 1987 to 1994 when he got banned from baseball. Tony Khan went into this thinking, I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm doing something that I've always wanted to do when I was a kid. And now he's doing it. And now things are starting to fall apart. And he doesn't yeah. know what to do. Do I take CM Punk's side? Who's my box office draw? Do I take the elite side? Who, you know, helped are good performers? Yeah, and helped me create what we have right now. And that's that's his problem but, right but now. He, he has cut to decide ties with between two. You gotta it, cut ties with in, Punk. In my opinion, it's not that easy though to cut it, off your biggest box office star. In, in my opinion, but, my, in my humble opinion, I don't understand what the draw to CM Punk is. I don't really care for the guy that much. I don't I find him to be all that impressive of, his, of an athlete, and he seems to be big, a bigger headache than it is required. The only time I've yes. ever heard yeah. anything about Great. CM Punk, it's always been something divisive that he's caused a problem in the mm-hmm. locker room, or he got his ass beaten thirty six seconds in an MMA fight. Those are the only things <laughs> I've ever really heard about the guy. The I only agree. thing I like about him is that he's been in heels once or twice. That was that was a good little cameo for him, but ultimately. I'm siding with the elite on this one. You know why? Because without those guys, there would be no uh, AEW. Yeah. For CM Punk to go crash, right? Because he didn't go there. He didn't start. He didn't hear about a great idea and go, hey, I'm going to get on that on the bottom floor. He waited for somebody else to do the legwork. He saw an opportunity, and now he's trying to sit there and run the show on something that is not his show. And then he complains no. about the guys whose show it is. It's their fucking show. They yeah. showed up on day one. Just like WCW, if you want to sit there and call WCW in its early days when it was still tied in with NWA Ric Flair's show, that's what the fuck it was. That's what it was. WCW was Ric Flair. And AEW is the elite. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, Phil. It, that's the way it is. And by the way, Phil. you're not a chick magnet, just in case you were wondering. I, the company he, is called All Elite Wrestling. I mean, if you lose those guys, what does that say for your company? <laughs> like, Here's, you know, if losing Punk isn't good either, since he's the one that drives readership and merchandise. But but, but you know like what that. though? You know what you have to do? It's, you cut ties with Punk and you make new stars. You have stars there. Make I don't think someone homegrown the box office. In because in reality, the Bucks are homegrown. If you're going to side with an outsider, what do all the homegrown talent? that our stars are going to think when their contracts are up. To be like, fair, oh, the, Bucks, the Bucks aren't homegrown. Yeah, right, but I don't know if they're homegrown. Okay, Ring of they're Honor AEW, and, okay. I don't mean homegrown to where, like, they, where they came up in AEW, but they're associated with AEW. When you think of AEW, you think of the Young Bucks. So, like, they're that mm-hmm. home talent for AEW. If you want to yeah. keep them, because they could be your drawers too, then you can't side with an outsider. What is MJF going to think? What is Jade going to think? What is Warlord going to think? 
like, oh, you know, we bust our ass. We've been here forever. But then this guy comes in, causes a fucking ruckus, and you're still going to keep him because of his name? And people like to chant CM Punk? If that was me, I'd have got, I would have gotten fired. That's what everybody in every business in the world, when there are people that are exceptions to the rule, and, and not rightfully so, everybody else sits there and goes, if that was me, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, and, exactly. And honestly... CM Punk, while being a draw, he hasn't earned that in WCW, excuse me, AEW. He earned that in WWE, but he hasn't done any, he hasn't done jack shit in AEW. He showed up, he was a draw, and that was it. He's basically what Brock Lesnar was to MMA, where Brock Lesnar went like two and two his first four fights and got a heavyweight championship bout, and everybody was kind of sitting there that had busted their ass in, in, in UFC for years. And they had 20 fights under their belt, never got a championship bout, and everybody's looking at Brock like, what, Really? This fucking guy who just got here and lost his first fight to Frank, an aging Frank Mir, him. Like I don't have, I don't have respect for Brock as an MMA fighter. He kicked my ass because he's twelve inches taller than me and fucking one hundred and fifty pounds heavier than I am. But <laughs> if I was, if I was freaking sitting there and I'm and I'm like somebody like Francis Ngannou, you beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Even in his prime, he wasn't that talented. He was just that big. If you look at the people he fought against, he wasn't that big. And and same thing with Punk. Punk came in. Didn't earn, didn't earn his way back. But let's be real. Even Nash and Hall, when they went to WCW, weren't holding up the heavyweight championship belt the week after they got there. They weren't. No. And they quite have often, to. more often than not, they they didn't hold the belt at all. No. I mean, not Hall never won later. the championship. The heavyweight Hall championship never won it, and not until like the dying days of. Did, WCW, did Nash, did Nash get, it? get it? Yeah. So you know why? Because yeah. they they weren't the guys who got it. Hogan had it a lot. Sting had it. Page had it. Mm-hmm. The, the guys that made it. Macho had WCW. it. Macho had it. Flair yeah. had it. Mm-hmm. You know, they even fucking and David Arquette had it. David Arquette had it. <laughs> oh, God. It before fucking Razor Ramon, all right? Oh. And, and that's my thing is like CM Punk to me, I don't, I'm, I am not going to watch AEW for, of all people, CM Punk. I'll watch for the Young Bucks, though. They do some wild shit. They got crazy matches, man. Same thing with Kenny Omega. CM Punk is a polarizing figure to the point where it's like, all right, I'll tune in because I know he's going to say something crazy or he's going to do something crazy or he's going to promote a big-time fight. That I get. Honestly, I'm taking pay. I like Hangman Adam Page, personally. I like him, too. I like Hangman a lot. He, He... he reminds me of other guys that I like. He reminds me of a young Jericho. He reminds me of a young Shawn Michaels. He lo- he reminds me of a Dolph Ziggler type. Those mm-hmm. are the kind of guys I like. You know, uh, yeah. CM Punk reminds me of the kid that got picked last in, in fucking dodgeball. <laughs> that, that he he found a thing that he's good at, and now he just rubs it in everybody's face. Like, look at me, yeah. look at me. That's the problem with Punk is That's his funny. ego. I said it last week. His ego in his mind thinks that he's on like Rock's level or Cena's level or Hogan or Austin, and he's not, and that's the problem. He's not even on Randy Orton's level. Put it that way. He's not. I put him, yeah, maybe a level under Orton. You know, I'll put him there, but he's nowhere near at what he thinks he's at. He's not at Rock. He's not Cena. He's not Hogan, Austin. He's not on that level. One good pipe bomb that was scripted. That's the only reason why people love him. That's and you stress, know what? That stress he, is when I like punk the most. That was it. You know what? I, I listen. I agree. I it was interesting. It was good around that time. But then he put it this way: 
if he would have got the match he wanted at WrestleMania 30, it wouldn't have been as big as him walking out of the company. That's the whole reason why he left. He made the biggest stir when he left and he thought he was telling us something that was like groundbreaking. Like, oh, they gave me Z-Packs. They worked me hard. You literally are contradicting yourself because you want to be the main guy. The main guy would suck it up and just fucking deal with it. They did. They like, pushed him. They did so much for him. They get. They had him at win a match with a with the Rock with a Taker at Mania. They gave him the title for over four hundred days. John Cena. Want? John Cena was the last person to hold the title for that long before Punk. Yeah. And then, who before Cena? Hogan. Rock and Austin never had that. Hogan yeah. held it the longest. You know, I mean, it, outside of Bruno, obviously, but... Here's my like, deal. While main eventing WrestleMania and being champion are big deals, right? You know, you know you've really made it when you don't need to do those things. And people will show up to watch you undercard because you're the whole fucking show. Because Undertaker never needed to be the main event. After no. they established that he was undefeated, he could have been the opening fucking act, and everybody would have watched that whole pay per view just to watch him. Or he could have been Punk the, doesn't get. He he would have been the second undercard, and everybody would watch the whole main event simply because he was the undercard. So you watched everything leading up to that. You watched his match, and you were so fucking high from everything he did. You were like, I want to watch a little bit more wrestling, just so mm-hmm. I can sit here and talk, even if it's background noise. As I talk about the greatness that I just witnessed, and Punk, if you feel like I, I'm like I'm like, I think of it like sports, right? Like, I, and Matt, you know how I feel about showboating. If you need oh. everybody, if you need to tell everybody, look at me because I'm fucking amazing, right? Then you're not amazing. This is a fact, because if you were truly amazing, you wouldn't have to say a word. Everybody would be like, are you watching this right now? It's amazing. You wouldn't have to tell people, hey, watch me. I'm the greatest in the world. No, no, no. They would have already. That's ironic. That's ironic that you feel that way because your favorite wrestler is Shawn Michaels. He is. (laughs) But at the same time, there's a difference between having bravado. Yeah. Charisma. a, 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 A kayfabe bravado and charisma that's part of the act and actually believing the fucking hype that you think that you're the greatest in a in a in a scripted event yeah whoa, whoa, easy easy i didn't say it's it's scripted like like did you see me out there i kicked your fucking ass and and punk's uh, in punk's mind he really thinks he did it that's why he went into the octagon and got his ass handed to him yeah (laughs) yeah twice actually thought he could fight he actually thought he could fight. Guess again, Phil. You can't fight, bro. Yeah, that Love was it. embarrassing. I, I, what well, the best part is because I think Sal, you were at WrestleMania 29, right? Yeah. And the best I, match Punk, of the night. Punk was and Taker was Taker. great. Punk and great Taker match. was the best match. Listen, I love The Rock. That's my fucking guy. That match was not as good as Punk and Taker. Yeah, but so, it was like, the names that had to be there. No, no. Listen, it this this was still a time to where the title was the main event. I mean, yeah, look yeah, at Orton and, and Triple H at twenty five. Yeah, that was, was the main event. It should have been Taker Michaels. Should have never you know? been so, the main event. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, it was never about just put on the best show. When it comes down to it, it's about money. He's a greedy fuck, and he just wants more money, which is why he went to AEW, which is why he's acting out like a child. 
it's Punk just, just wants to run the show, and he's not running the show in AEW because other people are, and that bothers him. So, bro, he if you now if you want to run the show, the get some just for men in that fucking beard of yours and look the fucking part. Don't look like a fucking homeless bum in Chicago that people throw their loose change at. You want the part, look the part. Uh, you know what? You make a good point there, gentlemen. If 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 you want to run the show, right? I'm sorry. I'm a firm believer in you don't get to leave and then come back and say I'm top dog again. Make your fucking bones, okay? When you make a mistake, right? You get shit on for a little bit and you have to earn your fucking way back. It happened to Triple H, yes. okay? Mm-hmm. After the after the curtain call, yep. he got mm-hmm. crapped on and you're and it happened to Sean when Sean threw up, blew up and fucking through fits and whatever it is. And then he had to sit there and eat some crow and sit there and beg his way back. You all have to do it at some point. All right. It happened with Austin where he fucked up and he had to come and fucking sit there and fucking beg his way back. And CM Punk is just above that. And you know what? For me personally, if you're above it, then be gone. Like in the words of Jimmy, the King be gone. All right. Because I'm a firm believer. Everybody who thinks there's a lot of people in the world across every uh, every scope of, of work that think that they are so vital to an organization that if they left, the organization would crumble. Mm-hmm. And the long and short of it, the truth of the matter is, it's just not fucking true. No. It, it really isn't. Like Most of the organizations that you think will crumble without you are just machines. And every machine has cogs and sprockets in it and all you are is another cog on the wheel another cog it's another spoke on the wheel but another cog in the machine another spoke in the wheel you know and there's a hundred wrestlers at aew and cm punk is just one of them because the truth of the matter is let's let's be honest wrestling is scripted as long as you find a good actor that's remotely athletic as long as you have a booker that knows what he's doing and all you need is, and, and and honestly, the booker is more important than the wrestler. Yep. The yeah. And they last That's a shit ton longer. All right. Bruce Pritchard ain't fucking walking around WWE for the last 40 years because he's bad at his job. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. it, it's just not happening that way. So, you know, Patterson and Briscoe didn't work there for freaking 70 years either because they sucked at what they did. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, but, but I've seen guys like fucking Chris. So wrestling is. Disappear in 10 seconds. People like Patterson and Briscoe, those are the people that are missed right now in wrestling because you don't, there isn't that person anymore. You don't have a Patterson that can just, you know, you know, make up a finish and make it look good. You know, you don't have that brilliance anymore. And and those guys also would recognize like the little things, like in a tag match, hold the tag rope to make the tag. It's like little things like that because it's it's like we care. As fans, we care. If you're going to present something, present it the right way. I don't want to get called a mark because it's like, oh, you didn't hold the tag rope. It's like it's like if, in Batman, if it, if the bat symbol was like purple instead of blue, it'd be like, whoa. It's like that's not what it should be. I'm not. It's not what I'm used to. That's not what I enjoy. So like, just give back the right way to do things. And those two knew the little things that made the match from like a three star to like a four star. Well, I mean, kayfabe is what makes it worth watching. Yeah, it really does. The, 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 at this point, we all, everybody in the whole world knows that, that wrestling is scripted. 
in the early 90s, there was still a question mark about whether or not that was true. And we all kind of sat there like, no way. It's totally yeah. real. It's totally real. I, 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 honestly, it could have never <laughs> all been right. real. All right. So I have a story real quick about, about it being real. I was on and off um, watching watching wrestling, and I really got back into it like hardcore. November 23rd, 98, when Shawn Michaels became the commissioner of the WWF. Ever since then, it was like religion. Watched it all the time. And obviously, I remembered it when I was younger and stuff. But where was I going with this? What were you just saying? This is why we don't do recreational things outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a reason why I was I was saying this. But I honestly, I was I, I got so excited. I about just like lost real. my train of thought about, about it being real. Yeah. Oh, about it being real. Okay, so before that point, um, it was breakdown where uh, Kane and I think it was breakdown. The pay per view where Austin got fired, maybe Judgment Day when he didn't count for Kane on the Undertaker, and Vince fired him, and then like he was in the ring and stuff. Everybody was, was talking the first about the time next Vince day. said, "You're fired." Yeah. Yeah, and I'm lucky that I didn't make that my uh, trivia question. But I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm like, Stone Cold got fired. And like the way they were telling me what happened, I was like, is this going to be in the newspaper? So I got <laughs> home from school that day and I was like looking in the newspaper to see if Stone Cold got fired because I thought it would be like headline news. That's how I thought it was real during those times. That's when he came out the next night on Raw and kidnapped him. Yeah, with the, with the <laughs> with fake the good, bang. The fake, yeah. But but it was more fun then. Oh, 100 Everything was more fun then. It yeah. was more fun. It was more fun because you were like, because sometimes it was real. Sometimes it was a shoot and it was 100% real. And you were just like, mankind falling off the freaking top of the freaking cage and getting taken what? away in a stretcher. <laughs> that was real. When yeah. Mick Foley jumped off that and hit the table and they put him on a stretcher, that was not a work of him getting off the stretcher and him walking back to the ring. Everybody sat there after the fact. And they were like, we don't know why he got off the stretcher. That was fucking mm-hmm. retarded. Like, yeah. everybody sat there and you, they do interviews to this day. And everybody was like, please, Mick, stay down. Please mm-hmm. stay down. And he was like, I'm not having it. That was real. Today, that would be a work where they're like, yeah, no, we're just going to put you on a stretcher. Like, and today you're like, oh yeah, it's it's a work because they won't show you taking somebody off on a stretcher. Uh, it, it's like it's like football when somebody runs on the on, onto the field naked. Like you're not watching that in wrestling. If somebody got legitimately hurt, they're cutting the camera away because they don't want little kids to see Sid Vicious's fucking leg hanging sideways. Oh, that was shit. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're cutting away. They're not showing you that. At least not in WWE. You're not going to see that. You know. No. So, and and, and for me. CM Punk never matched my I'm a Vince kind of guy like your style of wrestling has to match your your physical ability and CM Punk to me is built like I am and I'm not beating up fucking half these guys but CM Punk is get the fuck out of here like I I just can't see it it just doesn't make sense to you know I'm like Kevin Nash like it's got to make sense mm-hmm. and and somebody like Mysterio say again I agree it needs to make sense and yes yeah. somebody like Mysterio winning the, the championship and beating like the giant. I can believe that the way he wrestles. Right. I can't believe that if he got in the ring wrestling like Daniel Bryan, or excuse me, <laughs> Brian Danielson, whatever the fuck he's calling himself. Here we go. You know, three feet tall and he wrestles like he's six yeah, foot four. Yeah, you're not winning a fight that way, dude. You're not especially fast or quick. 
you fight like you're Bret Hart, except you're five foot six. Like, no, it's and, and the guy you're fighting is six foot five. Like, yeah, you're not <laughs> winning that fight. I don't care. Like, da- Randy Orton beats Daniel Bryan's ass every day of the week and twice on Sunday. You know, like the concept <laughs> of, of them getting in the ring together and having pretty much a very similar skill set as far as their agility and speed and sitting there going, oh, yeah, Daniel Bryan wins that because he's got heart. Yeah, that, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's the same beef that I have with X-Pac being 190 pounds <laughs> and not oh, fucking jumping off the top turnbuckle. Uh, even though he's like six foot, like he was just too skinny compared to the guys he would wrestle. And I'd be sitting there going, like, at least Sean does moonsaults and shit. And listen, on on that note, I need to take a quick commercial break for our audio listeners. And we'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. And we're back. All right. So, Nick, it's funny. Um, I st- I'm around – I'm literally on the road where Michaels became the commissioner. And X-Pac, like, leading up to it, like, he's getting his ass handed to him by Ken Shamrock, Debo <laughs> Brown, Mark Henry. Guys and he's, like, folding up like an accordion. Yeah. It's – getting that booty whooped it's pretty fucking bad it's funny no, the killer for me was when he started winning or or even when he was losing jr this kid's got heart who gives a shit <laughs> moxie and heart only apply like if you're in a non-contact sport or if you're in a sport with somebody that's roughly the same size as you your your heart and your determination may make the difference. When it's Mark fucking Henry and you are outweighed by two hundred pounds, you could have you could have the uh, an enlarged heart and you're still gonna lose. Like I like I I liked X Pac the best when he tag team Vacaine because at least I, it made sense. That made a little fast guy with a big guy. That made sense. The yeah. killer for me that bothered me the most about X Pac is he did not have a character. He was just the little buddy in DX. Like his character was I run into the ring and I tell people to suck it and I scream incomprehensibly. And that was his character. Like, how can you put somebody like that in a in a fucking work? How could you put them in a, a storyline of any sort? That's true because even after DX, he was doing that. When he was when in, he like, broke X-Factor. his asshole. Well, what about when he left WWE altogether and ripped his asshole apart? He's still going to the yeah. ring wearing DX fucking. Uh, yeah, that's right. Wearing DX shit. Like the man had no gimmick. <clears throat> he was in DX. That was funny. it. Uh, that was his gimmick. And, and, and truly, in DX. The truth of the matter is Road Dog's in the same boat. He didn't have a gimmick either. He was he just did in it. DX. That's it. That, his gimmick was, a- oh, you didn't know? That was his gimmick. Was he his- was fucking rapping with 
R-Truth, who was Kaquik at the time. After Billy Gunn and DX. (laughs) Kaquik. Holy (laughs) shit. Ron fucking Killings. Yeah. R-Truth. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) Kaquik. So, real quick. Um... Apparently, the rumor is that the Young Bucks sent out some feelers to to WWE about possibly joining the company when their AEW contract's up. What do you think? Bullshit or legit? I think it's legit. Um, You know, I... I don't know who he he didn't contact any. They didn't contact anybody high up in the you know the hierarchy in WWE. No, they probably sure can't. Somebody they can't. No, that'd be contract tampering. Like they're Tony probably Tony talking to AJ, up. AJ Styles. I mean, no, like, I was thinking boys. Kevin Owens. Kevin oh, Owens because they're yeah. friends, and I could see Kevin Owens talking. James Corden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love KO. But it, it, they're doing it basically to get Tony Khan all nervous. But, and, and you know, you know what? He should be nervous. Tony Khan should be. needs to hire someone to run his company. He could be the owner, but he's not, I don't think, mentally fit to run the company. He's and like a kid playing with his toys. Yeah, he's like it's like he's and... he's playing universe mode on the fucking WWE video game. He has no idea what's going on. He just wants to be friends with everybody. Dude, go on Facebook if you want to be friends with people. If you, <laughs> if you want to run the company and make money, act like an adult or or find someone who can do that for he you. He has Jim Ross right there. Jim Ross is right there. Use him. Put him in a talent relations role. I understand he's using Tony Schiavone for some roles like that, but use Jim Ross. He, he was in the Attitude Era. He literally dealt with all of these problems in the Attitude Era. Use him. Use Maybe Jim Ross doesn't want to fucking deal with it. Maybe that's, not, and that's I mean, probably that's the reason possible. why. Yeah, that's very possible. He doesn't Listen, want to deal with it as his age at this point. But If I'm Jim Ross, and after I saw that bullshit with Punk, I'm like, thank God I don't have that fucking job. And that's probably why I'm sure maybe Tony did ask him, and he said no. But I, if I'm an owner of a wrestling company, Jim Ross is the first person I'm making my right-hand man. You love JR. I love JR. That's your greatest commentator. I'm not a greatest commentator ever. I'm not a JR lover because every time I think of him, I think of Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Like I I get it. His character is 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 a homer, but it's just overwhelming at times. He's such a fucking homer. You know, just it got so. If I'm telling you, Sal, if you haven't done so, you need to watch like old WWE replay or something like that. Like no, I watch the Attitude Era if you haven't done it recently. Okay. Yeah, I watch it all. I, and I just think his voice was just very iconic. It is iconic. I, it, is, oh, it absolutely is. So my biggest thing is, and, and you know how I know when I people start just getting just awful, is when you watch, and you don't realize it week to week. You don't. Uh, you realize it um, when you watch 30 episodes in a row. Yeah. And, and you're sitting there going, oh, shit. They do the same thing. Every time, yeah, and it, it it just becomes overwhelming. Like, where you're sitting there going, like, uh, you know, fucking 
every week it, it's Jr. and and King having the same conversation. No, I got every it. week yeah. it's the same match from Road Dog. Every week it's the same comments from X Pac, and you're like, these people just don't do anything different. It's the same thing every week. You know what though? It, at least it wasn't rematches, but it was like it was the same match. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be like week one would be like Road Dog and Val Venus, and week two could be like Road Dog and C Blackman, and it's the same match. Just, yeah, just different people. Yeah, it it, it, it was too, just yeah. driving me wild. Like I just sitting there, like going, like what the fuck is? It's the same thing every day. Yeah, like, but see, with Jr. and King with me, they would make a really bad match worth watching just for commentary. Like I, I, I go back and watch some bad matches just to listen to their commentary. I don't know. I well, just no, I, I, okay. Listen. You're right. Certain things, it it definitely is like, hey, their commentary really is uh, something that's that's kind of cool. But at the same time, um, if it's the same commentary over and over and over again, no, yeah, honestly, the commentary that comes from those two is best on a pay per view. Hmm. But if we're being honest, pay per views don't contribute to the story because they're the finale of the story. You really don't need right. to listen or watch the pay per view to see the end of the story. As I, like I'm a story guy, so like I'll watch a promo and a vignette before I watch a match because a match is like a match for the most part. A lot of these guys that were the best wrestlers weren't the greatest in ring entertainers, and then vice versa. So you you look, you look at somebody like uh like the Black Hardy Man. Boys. The, the Hardy Boys were the worst freaking mic people back in the day when they were attitude era. Like don't give those boys a microphone; they suck. But they're the greatest in the ring. Mm-hmm. Look, look at C. Blackman. He had the look. He had everything, but did not have the charisma Lance at all. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. One. By the way. I was Kevin like, Owens. Oh, my goodness. Kevin Owens, James Corden, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I lost my connection for a second. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? That's mad funny. <laughs> same guy. Kevin Owens is Canadian James Corden. That's it. Same body build, too. They're both fat fucks. Um, oh, hey, listen. There's no KO slander here. Speaking of fat fucks, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about this a couple weeks ago. And, and I think it feeds into the punk thing with uh, who's the fat kid from Yonkers that thinks he's a wrestler? He got suspended for punching somebody in the face. Oh, um. Eddie Kingston? There you go, Eddie Kingston. Oh, oh, yes! That's right. You told me you had something to say about this. Okay. I'm excited. There's a couple things I don't understand. All right? The first thing is, how are you actively an athlete, right? And wrestlers are 100% athletes and some of the best athletes in the world. And that fucking fat. I just don't get it. Like, like not even a stitch of muscle on you. I I don't get that. It works in wrestling, though. It depends. Dusty on, Rhodes. It depends Dusty on who Rhodes. you are, though. It depends on who you are. Dusty Rhodes was a wrestler. At, Big Show's seven foot tall. He could be as fat as he wants to be or as skinny as he wants to be. He's seven foot. But they also King have wrestling Kong, skill. Bundy, they have wrestling Bam Bam skill. Bigelow. Again, yeah, Bam, but Bam, Bam these Bigelow. guys could go in the ring. It's hold not on, like hold on, Eddie though. Kingston could go in the ring and he's Bell. fat. Eddie Kingston Bell. is just fat. We're, we're, a better comparison would be Mick Foley. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, but but to compare Eddie Kingston, right? And I'm just gonna pull up the stat real quick because they lie about how tall everybody is, right? 
But Eddie Kingston is listed as six foot one. He's probably roughly five eleven. All right. To be looking like my dad, right? At five <laughs> eleven is not the same as being Bam Bam Bigelow, who's like six three and three hundred pounds. It's not the same as being Viscera, who's like six six and like five hundred pounds, or or Big Show, who's five hundred pounds and seven foot. To be five eleven and be built like a forty year old man from Yonkers, like. <laughs> Again, I'm a storyline kind of guy. If you look like my dad, right, I can't imagine that you can win a fight against a 28-year-old guy who's jacked out of his mind. And that ruins kayfabe for me. Like, I like kayfabe. I like no, I get that. And, I get and that, Eddie I, Kingston ain't doing it for me, all right? I'm in better shape than Eddie Kingston. I'm not crazy about his matches either, but for his gimmick, I get it. Like, it works for me. And, and it's not a like gimmick. Eddie. He's just being himself. I know. Yeah, he, he, he's just being himself, which essentially is his gimmick. It's just, I would, you know. I would also like to say that I am not about body shaming. I'm not going to randomly go up to a coworker or a friend and be like, "Hey, you fat fuck." Generally speaking, and Matt can attest to this. I lift my friends up, right? I generally I refer, I refer to my men as ha- my my fellow men as handsome men on a regular basis because it makes me feel good about myself. We need to lift each other up, <laughs> not put each other down. However. I don't know how that conversation started, but if it started with Eddie Kingston saying something and then just the fucking truth bomb coming out and him getting his fucking feelings hurt. So he started throwing punches like, dude, like it's it, you're mad because it's true. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Who did he punch? Kenny, who did he punch? It's Sammy Guevara. There, I, and I hate Sammy Guevara. I think I've spoken to you about this, Matt. Can't stand yep, his I'm not face. crazy about him either. I can't stand his stupid face, okay? He's like another <laughs> kid a lot of like people 165 say. pounds. Like, I hate his stupid face. He, he looks like fucking Cuban fucking Justin Bieber. I hate that kid. <laughs> All right? But if they got into a, a verbal altercation and Sammy came out and was like, why don't you go fuck yourself, you fat fuck? And Eddie got that upset. He must be looking in the mirror, going, "Damn, I'm a fat fucker." Oh, I said morning. it on. Uh, Sammy said it in a promo on TV. Listen, and then Eddie got mad at that, and th- because it's true, it's probably <laughs> been true his whole life, and it's probably been reasons he wasn't pushed in other companies. And, and he's mad about it. Like, damn it! I say, up, make money with it. <laughs> he's bringing up I the say. fact that I'm fat again. They're gonna know now. They won't push me anymore. So I'm going to punch it. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like, you don't like it? Yeah. Go to the gym and do something about it. I say make money with it. I mean, you could do that too. But, like, getting bent out of shape and being like, I'm a big man because I punched this kid that called me fat. For this kid telling me, telling it like it is. So I hit him. I'm a big man. You're an idiot. You're an idiot because now you're suspended and he's not. Because you could have came back. The long and short of it is he lost the promo, didn't he? He lost. Right? If we're having a war of words, and I say it wasn't word, really a it wasn't a war of words. Sammy like had a promo in the ring, and then I think they went to a pre-tape or not no, a pre-tape, but like a no, live backstage. Is, I'm saying is if I go to a when Rock and Cena were in the ring, and Cena called out Rock saying, "I don't have to write my fucking shit on my hand." Ooh, Rock oh, yeah. could have gotten pissed off about that as a professional and been like, "Yo, fuck you," and punched Cena right in the face. Okay, right. but. That wouldn't wouldn't that be admitting that he lost the war of words, right? Right. Yeah. Like if, if we're have if we're if we're playing a game of the dozens, right, and we're insulting each other back and forth, even if it's a promo or whatever. The minute you can't use your words to defeat me, 
you've already shown the the length and strength of your your argument. So now, like, you don't like the fact that I beat you in a promo. That's what it came down yeah, to. That's true. I mean, The Rock ended Billy Gunn's career with a promo. You oh. didn't see Billy Gunn go turn around <laughs> and punch The Rock in the face. <laughs> but my name's Billy. It doesn't <laughs> matter what your name is. Like, that didn't happen, dude. Oh, and I, I like I, Billy Gunn I like a lot. I mean, I still I'm a, do. I'm a New Age Outlaw guy. But Rock Daddy ended S? his career. <laughs> Listen, the, the, Rock ended his career on a promo. All right. Whether it's true or untrue, your your the story says you go with words. Okay, you go with words. That's it. Look, fucking Sean said some real shit to Brett. Right, sunny days. Sunny days. I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall them getting into a fist fight about it. They wanted Backstage, to. They did. They, they wanted to. They Imagine trying to fight over Sunny. <laughs> around t- especially today I mean, oh, back God. then i would have oh. not so much back anymore. then yeah back then now Ooh. back then it was worth it but uh, uh but yeah, eddie, eddie kingston if he doesn't like the fact that somebody called him fat by the way his feelings got hurt he just became a target for the rest of his fucking career other guys calling him fat wow and he's gonna hit the wrong guy and they'll he'll be back in ring of, ring of honor before you can count one, two, Tony three. Khan. If I'm Tony Khan, all these backstage problems he's having, make try and smooth it over and make money with it. You know That's what? what wrestling used to be. Make Vince money with it. these real life problems. Vince did it with Matt and Edge. Yes, Matt I was just Edge. gonna. Yeah. Bro, we're on the same. This wall green? Is this wall, <laughs> is this wall green? <laughs> when, when did this? When did this wall turn green? Oh, that's great. But that that was the two things I really I wanted to talk about Punk and how he's destroying AEW by himself. And how Eddie Kingston just his feelings got hurt because somebody told him the truth. It happens. Eddie Kingston. Is that, a is that, I, I, it would be like somebody sitting here talking shit about me being bald and me being like, fuck you, and punching them in the face like I'm not bald. Don't yeah. talk about my bald head. Like, then don't be bald. Like, or just accept it. You look beautiful though. Thank you. I grew into my bald head. I used to have like a little peanut head. As I got older, my head got fatter from all the HGH. Nice. And uh, and now I'm Barry Bonds in it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Going to go hit some dingers. The only reason I wear a hat when we record is so that my head doesn't shine in the camera. I'm doing you a favor. Or else you'd be like. So, <laughs> so not only are you beautiful, but you're also considerate. Yeah, I do my There you best. go. Post production is a bitch when there's one. Gonna take a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna take a quick break so we could get paid from our sponsors. Uh, And once we come back, I am going to bring on Ladarius. So hold on, and we will be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. And let me welcome Ladarius. What's up? I think he froze. You, yeah. Either that or he's pulling an MJF. <laughs> um, where, where are you going to put your scarf on? All right, wait. Let me see. Let me remove, and then I'll add him. And it's Ladarius. Okay. Not quite. Not quite. All right. So we have a little, little technical difficulty right now. But in the meantime... It's Monday, Monday Night Raw, and I think we have three, four matches that they announced. Um, Gargano's returning to in-ring action. You got Edge and Dom. Uh, the women's tag belts with uh, uh, Damage Raquel and Aaliyah and, yes, and Dakota Kai and Io. And, and Bianca has a mystery opponent. And I've been reading the sheets on the web, and they're saying that uh, Gargano's opponent is going to be Chad Gable, which I'm Ooh. excited about. That's that going to be a be good, good match. That'll be a really good match. That and that's how you know Trips is in charge because he's. Used, I, I'd say one thing: he's using Chad Gable perfectly. Yes, and you know he's over. He's got those catchphrases that were. He, he's like a mini Kurt Angle, in a way, and I yeah. I don't mean mini as in he's size. Like a I form... mean mini as in superstar like status. Yeah, like he's like a mid card Kurt Angle where he could go in the ring. He's funny on the mic. He doesn't have a bad match. He could have a good match with anyone. So. He's also a legit wrestler. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't be upset if Chad Gable was the United States champion. Speaking of uh, legit wrestling, mm. Matt, did you you read what I sent you the other day about Eddie Guerrero, right? Yeah. How how great was that? That's you know what, and, and that's Kurt Angle being awesome because he's just like, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know what was going on, but so I'm gonna read this real quick, right? This is a little excerpt of Kurt Angle talking about uh, an altercation that he had with Eddie Guerrero. I remember reading this. Yep. And he says, uh, we were in the ring and we had we had to get heat on him in the ring. That means beat him up. My gang of guys, that means Luther Reigns, Mark Jindrak, and myself. I didn't oh, God, him, but, horrible but they did. Um, I guess they laid into him pretty hard and he came backstage and he was mad. He approached me and said, why did you lay into me like that? You beat the crap out of me. And he actually used a lot more swear words. Uh, and I said, Eddie, I didn't touch you. And he said, I did, and he pushed me. I said, don't push me again, and I pushed him back. He tried to double-leg me, and it wasn't that hard to fight him off, me being an amateur wrestler. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty easy, and I put him in a chokehold and started choking him out. And Big Joe <laughs> broke it up, thank God, because I loved Eddie, and I didn't want to fight Eddie. And the crazy thing is, 10 minutes later, JBL goes to Eddie and says, why would you double-leg an Olympic gold medalist? And Eddie <laughs> says, because I'm a dumbass. So it turned out to be pretty funny and it was pretty intense. Eddie was the best. In my head, I'm thinking about that. Like, why would you try to double leg Kurt Angle like in a real fight? Like That's the dumbest move. thing you could have done that day. 
that's a bad move on Eddie's part, but oh, I wish Eddie was still around. Oh, me too. Don't I really? Yeah, I don't know what he'd be doing, but something glorious, around. I'm sure. Well, we have our two guests here, so let me introduce them. We have Ladarius and we have Matt. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming back. What's up, guys? What's going on? Thank you guys for having hey. me. Sorry about the delay. I was fighting a thunderstorm on the way home. Uh-oh. Yes. Um, I wish I knew that you were driving through a thunderstorm. I definitely would have been like, don't worry about it. Take your time. But I'm glad you're cool. I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I honor my commitments, you know. You know. I try to honor my That's commitments. Good. Oh, no, listen, I appreciate, you know, you being here. Um, I guess we should just, actually, you know what? How are you guys doing? Let's let's introduce ourselves again for those who may not know. Um, you guys could, you know, say your names, where we could find you, and what, you, what you've been up to. Yeah, Ladarius, you want to go? Oh, sure, why not? Well, let's see. I'm Ladarius. I'm a Pisces. Oh, wait, no. That, that's <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. Good man, so am I. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah that's, that's the wrong site. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm Ladarius. Um, I've been up to watch. I was watching seven hours of continue uh, commercial-free football yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I write. I'm a senior analyst over at Sports Kita. Kept me busy. Uh I write. I write football, primarily. I do write you know, women's sports. I write about wrestling, but all in all, I'm here with you guys, and I'm just happy to be back. That's awesome, man. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ladarius underscore Brown. You can also find me there on TikTok as well as I do game previews. I'll be doing game previews for select games throughout the season as well. Nice. That's awesome. And how's it going, Matt? What have you been up to? Uh, not much, man. I'm just enjoying the uh, 24-9 beat down of the New York Jets yesterday. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. It should have been if we, had, if we had our starting quarterback in there, that game goes a lot different. Uh, maybe 24-10. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So enjoy the uh, moment now when your quarterback's sitting out next uh, next season. You'll be really upset. Uh, I see I struck a nerve. No, no, I come in peace. Uh, not I haven't been up to much, man. Just watching some football. Uh, been watching wrestling. Been really enjoying it. I was listening to you guys on my ride home in uh, the lobby, and I'm really liking the direction of wrestling right now. For the most part, I am an admitted AEW. Uh, shit talker and <laughs> instigator on social media. Uh, you can find me at BWATB Podcast. I also have a new podcast through stadiumrant.com called Flock the North. It's solely for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'm also right, I'm also one of their featured Ravens writers. Uh, I've been, I've been staying busy on top of being a girl dad, and, and now I'm a soccer dad. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been keeping busy on top of my my work as a correctional officer. That's awesome. That's awesome. Listen, you know, 
Lamar had a good game yesterday. He's on my fantasy team. I was I was loving it. I was expecting a little more love to Mark Andrews. I mean, that would have helped yeah. me. But, you know, other than that, you know, not, it was a solid performance. Not to stray too far off of the topic into from wrestling into football, but um, Mark Andrews had a 1,300-yard year last year. He's going to be double and triple teamed seemingly every game. And they, they, the Jets' defense did what they were supposed to do, and they shut him down. I, I think he barely had sixty yards. He didn't have a touchdown. Uh, nope. And he, you got the Jets forced us to beat them by other means. And Lamar Jackson threw touchdown passes to anybody but Mark Andrews yesterday. And Lamar, th- this extra twenty pounds of muscle made him slow a lot slower than I thought he was going to be. He does not have that quick twitch burst anymore. Uh, he looks like a quarterback now and not built like a heavy running back. Well, hopefully next week he hooks me up a little bit better. But oh, he's, he's playing <laughs> Miami, so that should be okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Miami, it's now time for some wrestling trivia. Nick, do you have the music? Uh, I do. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. All righty. I went ahead and I typed out all the questions. So they're going to come up on the ticker below. I'll read them for the audio listeners. Does everybody have... Their pens and their pencils and their papers. Me, or their yeah. Got it. All right. I got to grab my pencil. One second. All right. You got it. In the meantime, I can throw the question up and we could just, you know, I'll read it. You guys can answer it. And then when Matt comes back, oh, there he is. Perfect timing. Yes. All right. <laughs> Had to talk so there was no white noise. Are you ready? Question number one. Test was a bodyguard for what popular rock band? Was it A, Kiss, B, Rolling Stones, C, Motley Crue, or D, Metallica? When we are all locked in, let me know. I'm ready. See, all right, we're all in. Matt has C, Motley Crue. That is correct. What does everybody else have? That was a total I am Metallica. Guess. Yeah. Oh. I had yeah, I had Rolling Stones. I don't know why. Okay, so we have Nick and Matt with the points. Good job, guys. Holy shit, Sal didn't get that. No, I didn't get that one. I'm. I'm Test was. Shocked. Test was not high on my list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Test. Yes. Test was great. He was gone, a good wrestler. Gone too man. soon. So, uh, I think uh, I think Sal had a big crush on Stephanie back then. So he. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why. Who didn't? Who didn't? <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. I was going to write Motley Lou, but I didn't want to lose points because of a hot tub time machine reference. That's honestly <laughs> that's though. That's why movie. I put the letters there. Yep, that's a fantastic movie. That's why I put the letters. No, no, no. Spe- there's no spelling in this. It's not a spelling bee. Question number two. <laughs> that one sounds salty. <laughs> what was the first WWF title won 
by WCW during the invasion? Was it A, the hardcore title, B, the light heavyweight title, C, the tag team title, or D, the European title? WCW. One second. Let me make sure everybody's locked in first before we... I'm ready. Locked in. How are we doing, Nick? I'm locked. All right. What do we have? Hardcore Uh, title. see light heavyweight. Hardcore title. Light heavyweight. The correct answer is the hardcore title. Damn it. It What was it? It was Mike Awesome, right? Mike Awesome in MSG. During the 24-7 rule, won the hardcore title. Damn it, Jim. All right. That was a good one. All right. Who else got that right? Uh, You and Nick? No, I put light heavyweight Dean Malenko. Yeah, is that you, Darius? You went hardcore. No, yeah, I went light heavyweight. I was thinking along with Nick. Everybody had light heavyweight. Yeah. All right. So then, yes, uh, you got that yourself. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Um, question number three: China's last match in the WWF was against who? Was it A. Ivory, B. Jeff Jarrett, C. Lita? Or D, Steven Richards. Oh. <laughs> China's last match in the WWF. A, Ivory. B, Jeff Jarrett. C, Lita. Or D, Steven Richards. Are we locked in? Yeah. Locked in. Yeah, locked in. All right, what do we have? Let me see. Steven Richards. I have I Steven Richards, Richards, Steven Richards, Jeff Jarrett, Steven Richards. The correct answer is C, Lita. It was at Judgment Day for the Women's Championship. She She fought Lita? Lita? Yeah, Yeah. I know. Wow, I don't remember that at all. I thought it was Jarrett because Jarrett was doing the whole thing where he was like putting women in her place and then she disappeared. Like the homemaking match, yeah. (sighs) Jarrett Jarrett is the one that faced China for his last match. Oh, oh, yes. And then who switched over to the the, the woman hating? Because they kept uh, that going. Was it Jericho? It might have been Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Yeah. yeah. This is this is arguably a lot harder than the SummerSlam trivia that I did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I I I tried to make it challenging. You know, gotta gotta make you think. This one might be easy. Question number four: Bret Hart won the vacant. WWF title in a four corners Oof. elimination match at In Your House 13, which was 1997. Who was not a part of this match? Was it A, remember this match. Mankind, B, Vader, C, Stone Cold, or D, The Undertaker? I'm locked in. I'll read it one more time. Total guess. Bret Hart won the vacant WWF title. In a four corners of elimination match at In Your House 13, who was not part of this match? Mankind, Vader, Austin, or Undertaker? All right, are we all locked in? Yeah. All right, yeah. let's see. Then what do we have? I got Vader. Vader. We have Stone, Stone Cold. Stone Cold! Mankind. The correct answer is Mankind. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Hey, look at us. I know. It was Vader, Austin, Taker, and Brett. Weird, yeah. weird fatal four-way. Yeah, it is weird. 
probably a hard hitting four. I feel like so, Ryan Reynolds and Harold and Kumar, but why? But why? <laughs> so yeah, that's the weird man. Normally, question five will be the final question, but it's not. There's a question five, and then there's a final question. So, question five: What type of beer was Austin's beer truck carrying when what? he gave the corporation the infamous beer bath? Was it A, oh. Bud Light, B, Budweiser, C, Miller Light, or D, Coors Light? Shit. <laughs> Again, what type of beer yeah. was Austin's beer truck carrying when he gave yeah. the corporation the beer bath? Bud Light, Budweiser, yeah. Miller Light, Coors Light? Yeah. I'm going yeah. – I got this locked in, and I, I'm going to say Yeah, why. I got it locked in. Let me know when we're locked in. Locked um, in. All right. Budweiser? Nick, Nick, which one's yours? I think it's wrong, though. I, I had doubts. As soon as I put it up, I was like, oh, I think I fucked we up. We all, let me see. We have Budweiser, Budweiser, Steve Weiser, Bud Light. The correct answer is Coors Light. I fucking oh, knew what? it, too. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I put it up, I was like, it was Coors Light. Yeah. Son of a bitch. When, yeah. I, oh when I read the question, when I, was, I had to go back and check because I was like, the worst what? beer on earth. I mean, all of the beers he mentioned are pretty bad. Yeah, I, I don't drink anymore, but Coors Light is piss in a can. So, I mean, so is Bud and Bud Light. Yeah, arguably. Yeah. Like it's when all... I drink a Guinness, I piss out Coors Light. That's awesome. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Um, so I didn't ask, but I hope. Did you happen to keep score? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Um... <laughs> Matt has four and everybody else has two. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This, wow. Is not a good, this is not a good championship is at stake. What's everybody's point wager? I'm going all in. All, of all in. All in. Oh, all one in. Point. Oh, <laughs> one point. Oh, Nick, I, I one see what point. he's doing. I see. <laughs> the old Final question. The old Jeopardy movie. I see. On the night Shawn Michaels became WF commissioner, he made a match with which DX member to face The Rock for the WWF title? Was it A, Triple H, B, Road Dog, C, Mr. Ass, D, X-Pac, or E, China? Total guess right here because that was 25 years ago. I remember this video, uh, this episode. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I figured it, it, it's fresh. So, I mean, it was fresh for me. I just watched it. So, it was literally the perfect the perfect question. I'll read it one more time. On the night HBK became the WF commissioner, he made a match with which DX member to face The Rock? Triple H, right. Road Dog, Mr. Ass, X-Pac, or China? All right. Are we I locked was, in? Yeah. Uh, locked uh, in. Let's see. What do we have? Billy Gum. <laughs> All right. So we have Mr. Ass, we have China, and we have Xbox. Winner and new trivia champion, Jabajaw. The, cor- the <laughs> correct answer is Xbox. Oh, no. God damn it. I, thought that, yeah. I did not see that going that way. Xbox. <sighs> <sighs> I've now been on a while. His music. Wow. 
Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> that was awesome. I don't even remember that. was that. good. I don't you know either. <laughs> I thought it was Billy Gunn. I thought it was Billy Gunn or China. I remember yeah, this yeah. very exactly vividly. So. <laughs> I, I remember this in my vividly. Head. I remember, I remember X Pac looking kind of shocked, and then at the yeah. same time, like looking super moto about it, and then yeah. thinking <laughs> this isn't going to go well. <laughs> I think at the time I was kind of happy about it, but in retrospect, I'm like that sucked. <laughs> did did the Rock and Billy Gunn fight for the Intercontinental Championship? Then I know they had a title fight. They did. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking about then. Yeah, yeah but I, I was thinking along with Sal. Yeah. And I, I was thinking along with Sal with Victor Ass for China. X Pac was maybe I knew it wasn't Triple H. I, mm-hmm. I immediately crossed that off my list. It was too obvious. And yeah, it it stood out too much. And mm-hmm. and I said, Well, Mr. Ass in China would make sense like X Pac. I never would have put him. I, I, he, he was literally the last answer I would have, yeah. I would have put. For, for some reason, and maybe by that logic, that was that should have been the answer I should have went with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I, was was trying trying to, I was trying to make it like challenging. I don't want it to be too easy to where it's like, yeah. I've been doing homework. I've been watching. <laughs> like I'll be watching. I'll be watching old Attitude Ever. The wife oh, would be like, boy. again? I'll be like, it's research. Doing <clears throat> it's research. <laughs> Need for oh, the podcast. There's the champ. The champ with his belt. He's got the spinner. So now you have to defend it. That was the ugliest championship yeah, like, that they had. Yeah. I, I, did, I want to invoke my uh, rematch. The uh, spinner. Yeah, the spinner was terrible. Oh, okay. The, my favorite title of all time for the WWE is always going to be the Golden Eagle. Yeah, that's Forever. a good one. They might be bringing it back. That is there you go. The, that is the most beautiful belt in the world. It's Nick too small. massive place. belt collection. This belt is awesome if you're like my size. If you're Shawn Michaels size. When you're the size of Undertaker and you're wearing it, it looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the Intercontinental belt looks bigger. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Even the original, I, I was hoping that Gunther would bring the original Intercontinental Championship design back. Me too. That, yeah. that that current one is atrocious. Horrible. If you guys want, uh, we we still have some time. Let me take a quick break. You guys could uh, stay on, and we could talk about because Matt, you you said you've been watching. I know Ladarius watches. We yeah, could I was discuss real quick. Uh, I guess what we like of what we've been seeing. You guys want to stay on? Sure, sure. I'll, I'll yeah. stick around. You gotta get going, Nick. I gotta get going. The, the champ gotta go. The champ, cha- champ's yeah. gotta do champ things. Yeah, you gotta make hey, good night for the bad guy. Good night, bad <laughs> guy. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week. Congrats, Nick. Thank you, Congrats. Bye, Nick. All right. So then, yeah, I'll take a quick break, and then we can discuss what's been happening around WWE and AEW. We'll be good. right back. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. All right. Awesome. Brought my times down for the ads. That's awesome. So, Ladarius, you just faced a crushing defeat. So I will let you go first with <laughs> what you have been liking about what you've been seeing in wrestling. Well, first of all, it still pains you know, a former champion. You know, it still hurts. Not going to lie. <laughs> I, lost, I lost to a worthy champion, so I, I don't feel... I didn't lose the Xbox, so I, I feel good. <laughs> um, a couple of things that I like, starting with WWE. I'm first and foremost, I'm really liking, and it, it really stands out to me, is this robbery that's going on between Sheamus and Gunther, like Matt alluded to. It's when I watched it was the, when I watched them at Clash at the Castle. Oh, it was one of the most physical it was everything that i expected it to be and everything that i wanted it to be Be, because i felt there was no i didn't see sheamus walking away with the championship but i knew but i knew there was going to be a great match and i just like what's developing even what i saw on smackdown last week with with the newly reformed imperium facing the brawling brutes that that to me you can give me a best of seven of that, and I'd be fine with that. Six, six pure great athletes, just just going at it. I, I I've enjoyed that. And to, for the sake of balance, for something on AEW, it, it's very hard to find something some positive. Yeah, it, it, it's but what I will I say, it's it's super hard. But what I will say is that I am. I'm happy because, like I say, I write about women's wrestling a lot. I, I'm really happy for Tony Storm. You know, when even if it's the interim belt, I, I'm still happy for her. It, it just feels like with, with AEW, and I don't want to, you know, bash them because enough people do it, but I'll do it nonetheless. <laughs> one, one of my biggest problems with AEW, and I think it was mentioned here on the show, is just how the way Tony Khan is just running this show. Yep. I, I think I, I equate it to kind of like Jerry Jones. It's where you yeah. we we get you're the owner, we get it, but hire people who know what they're doing because yeah. it's it's come across not just through what we read but what we see. You have no idea what you're doing. Look what's going on between Punk and the you have no idea what you're doing, and. 
it, it, it disheartens me because I just feel he he's a fan. Yeah, and yeah. we're all we're all fans, and I get that. But at some point, you got to put the management hat on mm-hmm. and do what's best for business. And I feel that sometimes he's gotten jaded, and sometimes that happens. But hire, you know, you got Jim Ross, and maybe he didn't want to do it like you guys alluded to. You got Shivani, who I think does stuff backstage. I don't know if his specific. Uh, they're role. saying that they're saying that right now Shivani is the right hand man to. Tony Khan. And that's fine, but you have Jim Ross sitting right yeah. next to you. <laughs> you, you. You get arguably one of the best men, the best mind mm-hmm. in wrestling. And the only way Jim Ross is not touching this show is if he said no. Yeah, that's, that's probably what happened. Because Jim Ross running, you know, you would see a significant change if Jim Ross was kind of running things. And, and I'll just say this before I uh, turn over the mic. It, it's just amazing to me when I watch AEW and I watch, I just love wrestling. I try to keep it as neutral as Switzerland as possible, as I like mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. But it's very hard sometimes when you're a fan. Sometimes you have to admit when a product is better than the other. And, and it feels now with mm-hmm. Triple H doing things, you can see the changes. You can see the changes. Even in the short time, Triple H has kind of taken over. You can see the changes. You can see bringing back, you know, Braun Strowman, bringing back Karrion Cross. You know, you can see the changes from the previous regime. With Tony Khan, you're, you're seeing it's become to the point where I just simply feel he doesn't know what he's doing. And, yeah. But yet he has, he has the right intentions, but he has no idea how to book and I think I've said this on here before, the way you booked Thunder Rosa oh. when she was healthy, and I love Thunder Rosa. I'll say it on every show that humanly possible. And just look at the times when she was backstage and she had to announce that she had to. Re- you could have went up and fixed the sandwich and came back by the time she was done with her promo. If it's Tony Khan. And, and Tony that, Khan to basically yeah. came out and said Thunder Rosa isn't a draw, and yeah, <laughs> he basically just buried his women's champion. Yeah, he's and buried his women's it. division, pretty yeah. much. It, it, it's awful, and I, it, well, I'll leave it there because I can go on a whole tangent. Because, like I said, someone who loves <laughs> women's wrestling, the way Tony for him to say that women don't draw is absolute it, it's BS. Look at because Lynch. go look at that, go look at that main event of WrestleMania where you had Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey, it drew. It can draw. Yeah, it even draw. even Bianca and it, Sasha was Bianca awesome. Sasha, I'm just gonna say that yeah. they made it. It draws. So you can't say it doesn't draw because I could argue in WWE some of the top stars in there. Yeah, maybe outside of maybe Roman Reigns are the women in that division. And it's amazing to me for Tony Khan to say things like that. Just openly admit it. Well, I don't care. About Thunder Rosa, who, who's no slouch. He's got... Can I imagine if Vince came out and said that? Yeah, oh my God. He would, they would crucify him. Yeah, Twitter you, would melt. Yeah, you, you, you have, Twitter would shut down yeah. and just kind of go into a, a... It would just, like you said, it would melt. Mm-hmm. But Tony Khan openly admitted that. And, and it's amazing to me. He doesn't... He has, he has Thunder Rosa. You got Jade Cargill, 
who's your TBS champion. Star. He's out here on a streak. She's a draw. She's a big draw. But Green she's going to be. She's going to be phenomenal in WWE. Once yeah, Tribulation her get together. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Game yeah. over. And you know what? I, I think, too, like, we're saying a lot of, oh, imagine if Vince did this. It should be like, wow. It should be like, Tony, imagine if you did this. Like, if you look at what Vince did, imagine, like, there is absolutely no chance that Punk would have finished his thought if this was WWE with Vince, Stephanie, no. Nick Khan, or yeah. Triple H there. No chance. That that whole outburst not only Ridiculous. disrespected the company, yeah. disrespected the people there, you disrespected the owner. And the owners, he's like this, Tony Khan. Like, yeah. Yeah, what like his eyes goof. popping out of his head. A smiling goof. The Listen, facials he was making was just yeah. I own, that was just own like, the company. Is not right. Own the company. You can't run the company. Yeah. Like Vince. Vince owns the company. He's no longer fit to run the company. Correct. Same yeah. thing with Tony Khan. He's not mentally fit to run a million dollar corporation. No. It's just not it's not working. I don't care what their rating is. Yeah, pop up. And first of all, you're an idiot, Tony Khan. He's popping about the rating. Oh, this is the biggest rate. You got me going. Yeah. This is the biggest rating that we had in a while. The reason why it's the biggest rating you have in a while because you can't control your fucking locker room and you embarrassed yourself and the company. If this was a public company and that Ooh. happened, you know how many sponsors you probably would have lost? You know how many endorsement deals have been off the table because you have this person acting like this and then. The, it just it's and their TV deals coming up soon. Yes. Yeah. No. Which no is gonna cause problems. Which is gonna cause some problems. Yeah. You want to uh, put on? You want to yeah. boost ratings? Boost boost your homegrown talent that you got. Boost the stars that you have. Stop relying on CM Punk and his bullshit crybaby antics to get you over. Ugh. Build your roster. Build your company. Get them over so they want to stay because it's what? only going to be a matter of time before they all go to WWE and it's going to look happen. what he's done with Wardlow. That that's the biggest. Yeah, the way yeah. the way they presented Cody, he beat arguably their top star in Seth Rollins three yeah. straight WrestleMania. Hell in a WrestleMania cell. Backlash. Hell in, Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Clean. Cody went over three straight. The last time that happened was Batista over Triple H, and they pushed Batista to the moon. The way that they're presenting Cody is only going to make someone like Wardlow think, wow, if Cody's going to get this treatment, what could I get? MJF could be like, wow, my boy Cody just got all this work. And all all Triple H needs to do, like, hey, listen, you know, if you feel comfortable, you know, so-and-so, you know, their contract's up. If they ask... Just let them know, you know, whatever. That's it. Word of mouth travels. Yeah. They booed Cody in AEW. He comes to WWE. They fucking love him. They love him. What do you think all those other guys are, are going to happen to? Mega stars. You're not going to be a mega star in AEW when you have a child running the company. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I'll go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Um, I'll go ahead. Go ahead, you. Take it. I have more to say about AEW than WWE for the most part. I believe that 
they got to find somebody credible to challenge Roman. I think they are doing a good job of rebuilding KO. Um, the prize fighter deal, I like that. I think that they, you know, had him wallowing in mid-card purgatory for four years. Um, the 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 fact that he, he transitioned from Stone Cold to Elias to this shows his depth. Um, mm. I'm just ready for these brand splits to be legitimate again and get these titles back on their proper shows. Reigns has been champion for two years. I love this version of Reigns, but you instantly make somebody a, a megastar by beating him. So, and it needs to be somebody that isn't expected. You don't need to call Brock back. You don't need to call Goldberg. If you do it for anybody, let Cross do it, or you bring back Bray Wyatt and shoot him to the moon. Um, that's just me personally. Now, AEW, that, sh- that, was, that shit was Bush League. Punk is mm-hmm. ruining, Punk's ruining that company. And it's not even close. I mean, you're, he, he is single-handedly in one fell swoop alienated the entire set of EVPs, the owner, the fan base, and now people are looking at him as a joke. I mean, I've, yeah. I've never I've never really been a fan of AEW. I like some people over there. But if this right here was the first nail in the coffin to the eventual ruin, I wouldn't be shocked. And I'm not trying to – more wrestling is good for the, the sport itself because it gives more people jobs. But when you got Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks sniffing around WWE, testing the, you know, mm. sticking their toe in that water, and then you got MJF, who's clearly made it known that he's going to listen to what they got to say in eighteen months, and then you got a, a bona fide superstar hangman that could possibly take a look. Jericho and Moxley are there. Who knows what your company's going to look like by the summer of twenty four? And that's scary. Yeah. That's scary. That's less than two years. And you're trying to build this company and you're making every mistake that WCW made and more. And it's just. Which is crazy because for just $9.99, he could watch the network and realize what he shouldn't be doing by watching WCW. But he is so, he is so <laughs> self-absorbed in vain that he, he thinks this is fun. This is, he is a billionaire with a playground. Uh, that, that he yep. he's using the wrestling company as a playground. CM Punk is this generation's Bret Hart. He oh, is not. Gonna, I agree with that. He is not going to be happy anywhere he goes. Yeah, he, perfect. You you had That's him squat. Analogy. He got squashed on television in eleven minutes for the championship, and then you literally put the belt back on him the following weekend at the pay per view. No sense. Yeah. No sense. And the thing is, you you got this fifty fifty booking with Moxley, and then on top of that, you just have these tournaments for these championships. It's like I feel like every three or four weeks there's a tournament or like an eliminator yeah. or something. It's it's nothing but gimmick matches. And the fact that you made a random trios match in on Dynamite, and then you crown the champions. Like, and number number one, the trios belts have no business being in wrestling. It's a stupid concept. You can do the free bird rule. And it, it, it'll still work. It, obviously, it worked with the New Day. You know, that, that's, that's case in point for modern tag team championship wrestling with using the Freebird rule. But it's just, you see Khan 
arguing with fans on so- social media, Twitter to be yeah. exact. You see him. It's embarrassing. You see yeah. him dick eating so many of these guys that in these poster, like these post uh, pay per view press conferences. And it's just like. Vince Why is never, he sitting there with them? Vince He's never like this, did this right. while they're yeah. talking. Vince never did Tri- this. Yeah. Triple H sat at the end of the table. He wasn't yeah. even seen in the camera when they did press for Clash. But the thing yeah. is, they did press he for Clash the because other. they were over in the United Kingdom for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> right. But yeah. Right. But even but even yeah. then, but he was, yeah, he wasn't in Triple H. Triple H gets it. Yeah, he understands yeah, he it. He's it. he's always understood it. He, and yeah. and he's, he's always understood it. I listened earlier in the show when you guys said that this was the Young Bucks and Omega's way of scaring them. I think that they're realizing this isn't what they signed up for. Maybe. And I think that they're going to figure a way out. I don't got the Bucks staying in AEW until the end of next year. I don't got Ken- Kenny Omega staying there until the end of next year. They're going to be WWE bound because the thing is, their original EVP left to go back. And the fact that he got booked like a megastar... And then he's going to win the Rumble, and he's going to main oh, event Cody, WrestleMania yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we already know what this is going to be. He, they're going to strap a, a rocket to Cody's back. He's going to be the focal point of their next video game. Mm-hmm. You know, he did he's you hear a selling. My, um, did you hear my uh, my theory about about Cody? No, I didn't. Did I tell I was, you? Sure, absolutely. All right. Cody uh, wins the well. <laughs> well, this I feel like this only happens if the titles are separate. Because in my mind, it's Roman and Rock. So unless they take the titles off Roman, which doesn't make sense to do it unless it's at WrestleMania, then I feel like maybe there's some they do some fagazi bullshit. Like a ladder match, and each person grabs one belt, and then like they just split them or whatever. Something's just—they need some bullshit to get one of the belts off him. I have a theory I wanted to share with you because I shared this on a, a wrestling show a couple weeks ago. It was the the Clash preview show I did with my buddies Lewis and Mamba on their uh, show, and I think that they're gonna have Roman carry the titles all the way to Romania in Hollywood. The Rock is going to beat him, and he's going to vacate the titles the next night on Raw in Hollywood, and that's cool. going to be a complete reset. Oh. And, and when he vacates them, they're going to go to their respective brands, and it's going to be a complete and utter reset. I could see them doing the, the ladder match thing for the tag titles. Mm. But, but I like the I, ladder match idea. The, but you the know, ladder. It's a good it's a good theory though, bud. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, but I truly believe they're going to give The Rock a final universal title win and they're going to let him get etched into the history books one more time and then they're going to vacate and they're going to have a reset because Triple H has said there's going to be a hard reset after Mania. They're not doing a draft until after Mania. So there's going to be a hard reset. You're going to see a lot of people move around. You're going to see a lot of people coming up. Braun Breaker's probably going to be in the main roster on Raw or SmackDown by then, you're going to see like, like Carmelo Hayes is going to be up. Trick Williams is probably going to be up, and then you they got to the get pos- him. They got to get them up. Carmelo yeah, they Hayes get- is a star. Yeah, he's a star. I making. was, I was always thinking that it has to be a young guy 
to beat Roman. And like, if it's going to so. be The Rock, no, yeah, I, yeah Roman I, should beat The Rock. I also, the think Roman Roman the Rock, table. I also I, think Roman and Rock doesn't need a title. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I but agree. you know what, then? Then I feel like don't, don't do it. Because if it doesn't need a title, you're going to prematurely take the belts off Roman. But he's already had him for pushing 800 days. Right, but if he loses at WrestleMania, it means more than losing it at Survivor Series. At no, I, no, I agree with you, but at the same time, the the Rock is a legend, and the thing is, he's I, a, oh, he's my favorite wrestler. I love the Rock. He's a Hollywood legend, and he's a WWE legend. So if you're gonna have anybody beat Roman Reigns, it's him. You didn't do it with Brock Lesnar. You didn't do it with Drew McIntyre, and the and you're. I mean, I think that they're going to keep carrying across in the main event scene, but if if Drew couldn't beat him, Carrion is not going to win it. Unless no, no. you play on strapping a rocket to Carrion. There's the outside chance of Bray Wyatt comes back. They just brought back Braun. They just, you know, they've been bringing back people slowly but surely. Gargano's back. You know, they're, but those guys aren't credible threats. So to me, it just seems like it makes Then you know sense. what? They have to split it then. It, it can't yeah, be. absolutely. Because if you're going to do Rock and Roman, then the Rock's winning the Royal Rumble then. If you're going to do Rock and Roman, if Roman's the sole champ. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine Cody comes I mean, out and then the Rock is next. Yeah. And then, so, like, wow. I, I, was, I always played it out to where they somehow get – one of the titles off Roman code Seth Rollins in in my booking Seth Rollins is a WWE champion uh, he at the Rumble the, he's had a hell of a run exactly Cody wins the Rumble challenges Rollins Cody Sal's gonna get mad Cody beats Rollins at like night one or whatever fireworks confetti Brandy's in the ring Cody's kids in the ring. Pharaoh, the dog is in the ring. Everybody's crying. Yeah. Fucking gold dust comes back. Whatever yeah. he's hugging. Oh it's God. an epic moment. No then all of a sudden, a town down. Austin Theory cashes in money in the bank oh. and beats Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship. Well, it's okay. been great, guys. I'm going to see myself. No, I'll say this. You made it's... two stars that night. Two stars have made that uh, night. I'll Cody say this. And, and Austin Theory. I'll say this. Yeah. If if Hunter takes over before Money in the Bank, Theory doesn't win. That is Rollins. No, I agree. Yes. That's Rollins. Yeah, I agree. Rollins yeah. wins. Yeah. Rollins yeah. wins that hands down. I get what they're trying to do with Theory, but... Him, I love him. Him taking the belts off of Cody, that would just be... You'd have a riot, but... Yeah. Yeah, you want to see a Twitter riot, you're going to see it. Yeah, if you yeah. want to see Twitter riot. Or, yeah. or you see Cody win at Mania, and the next night on Raw, he's oh. confronted by the Elite. Oh, my God. Ooh. Mm. No. Super Contract-wise, contract <laughs> that probably won't happen, but... Oh, I agree. Be- but if yeah. they if if, if, shit, if shit continues to fall off of a, a cliff, oh yeah, yeah, it, it already has. It's just you, you had a, a no a nobody has been twenty year ago Ring of Honor dude bite Omega in the fight. 
and he throws a, a chair at Nick Jackson and hits him in the eye. Like it's just it, it it's a shit show, and I, quite frankly, am not too sad if if these guys implode because it's nobody's fault but Khan's. Exactly. Yeah. And like, dude, I'll why are you this, acting though. like this? You got the Jaguars playing right now. You're the EVP. Bad luck. Go be the general manager of your football team, dude. Let somebody run your wrestling company until February or March. It might actually be watchable again. He has people that can do it, but he refuses. It's yeah. It's it's just amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing to me. And I was listening to everything Matt said, and and I and I agree with Matt was saying. But like, I, I I just I'm just so big on structure. Yeah. It's it's to the point where. And there is none. <laughs> and the inmate, and you know, to maybe use a, a dated or outdated phrase, like the inmates are literally running the asylum mm-hmm. over at oh. AEW, and and essentially, Khan is the ward, and he and he's he's sitting in his office like he doesn't care. <laughs> yep. To be more specific, he probably he he looks at this as a positive, while everybody's staring at him like, "Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You you you're an owner of a wrestling club. Listen, we can talk about Vince all day." Mm-hmm. But you would not see Vince. This kind of nonsense. Vince, listen, they were Vince and stuff back in the day. Yeah, there was some nonsense going on back in the day. But you never saw it come to the public at this level. No. And, and it's never. amazing to me that every time Tony Khan p- puts his hand and hits that Twitter button, it's always something. It's like, look, bro, if you people want to watch, people want to enjoy your company. But you're making it super hard when we're watching CM Punk, who has zero business, zero, being your champion, zero, not even 0.1, not even 0.01, zero, he had no reason to be your champion. And then he goes into that press conference, and, and literally you're sitting there smiling like you just found a piece of gum on the <laughs> floor or something, like you're just smiling while all of this is going on, CM Punk's eating a cupcake, trashing your company. I think you're just sitting there. Out of his mind. I think you're Tony watching Rome burn, and you're on. sitting there like a kid. Your Jaguars, bro, they need you. Right? <laughs> they need you more than listen. You have too many. And to Sal's point, you have too many qualified people. You don't have scrubs working for you. No, you have so much wrestling experience in your company and you're telling me this is what it is and, and i like tony shivani but when he when when i hear tony shivani is tony khan's right hand man i kind of send my question not saying it's not true but even tony shivani probably told tony khan what what the hell is this and tony shivani hasn't even been he hasn't even been in wrestling for 20 years <laughs> yeah and it's well, like, fellas, uh, I hate to cut y'all short or cut my no, thank short. you because I am being summoned for I bath agree. time. I, I, listen, being I, summoned. I have to head out. Yeah, too. I gotta put a lasagna on. Yeah, great. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, gentlemen, for the uh presence. If you guys need me again, just give me a yeah, shout. Same here, likewise. Absolutely. No if, problem, guys. Listen, I'm so sorry. You, if you want a, uh, a rematch next week, more than welcome to. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want my rematch clause. I don't. I have to you sign a contract it. or something. Yeah, we got to get Nick back. 
I'll find have Nick. A, I'll be have I'll a safe night, night fellas. Y'all be easy. Good night. Thanks, you too. Have a good night, buddy. Good night. Yeah, you I'll just find Darius. me somewhere. You too. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Um, so what are you up to tonight? Well, I got three hours of live coverage back in the saddle tonight. I didn't do any live coverage on Friday, but I'm back tonight. So I'll be doing Raw and... I'm looking forward to our Gargano back in the ring. And like you said, if Chad Gable is, if that's the match, ooh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, me too. Edge and Dom should be interesting. Uh, the, all the women matches, the tag team title match, well, that, that'll be interesting, especially if there's some something that might happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, no, who knows? We'll see. I don't know. Exciting but, times. Yeah, exciting times. Intriguing and we shall see what happens from here in the wrestling world. Yes. And with that said, that's all the time we have for today. Take care, guys. Thanks for watching and see you next week. See you guys later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 